Hello, welcome to Sumo Manichi. It is day three of the Nagoya Basho and there's already been so much happening. It's always the way with Sumo. It never stops. It stops for no one, let alone us. And we're here to bring you all the action on day three. Yeah, I mean, it feels like it's been a lot more than only three days of sumo. Doesn't it actually? It really, really does. I'm not sure exactly why that is. I want to start doing Nagoya Weather Watch yes. because uh, summers in Japan can be brutal. I, I lived there for a few years in my early 20s and I'm not a summer guy at all. And I found uh, Japanese summers just so, so mm. difficult. I, the first year I was there, I got something called Natsubate, which is... Um, Apparently a bit of a thing where you drink too much water okay, because you're trying to like cool yourself down and it's called summer sickness, I think. Really? And what are the symptoms? Oh, well, I mean, the problem is you drink too much water and you, and you, you stop taking in nutrients. So you get really weak. Is this true? Well, no, let it happen again. But, but when I see 29 degrees with uh, 70% humidity and that's uh, 84 degrees Fahrenheit, if you're not from Australia. Uh, I respect it because that doesn't sound too hot, but the problem is the minimum is probably 27. And when you look at the 10 day forecast, it's that for the next 10 days. And does it get cool at night? And not at all. It it drops a couple of degrees. It's just relentless. I got a little hint about it actually, because every, I have Japanese lessons every Tuesday and I've just learnt adjectives or started sort of learning about them. And she always asks me to do the negative. She always asks me is, is Japan cold now? And I'm, I always have to say, no, Japan isn't cold. Yeah. And so it's obviously really a thing that's in her mind of yeah. <laughs> Japan being super warm at the moment. Yeah. So I do know the word for uh, for warm, which is yeah. good. For I, don't think I'd, I don't think I'd ever go back there during summer if I had a choice to. Mm-hmm. It's just too much. Well, but- we've been there in what? I've been there in March, May and September. So yeah, I've avoided the, the main yeah. summer months. You, you, I mean, you've seen a lot of rain. You, I think we've been there during rainy season yeah. and I feel like we've had some hot or some warmer days there, but, but not the super hot ones. And but in Australia, it gets, it gets really hot. Like we get the scorching hot days. Even in Melbourne, we get 40, 41, 42 yeah. days, but they, they just don't have that humidity. And the thing is you look at the forecast and in always in two or three days, there's going to be a cool yeah. change. It's yeah. just that like it'll go six weeks mm. where there's just no change. The anyway, Melbourne cool change is, is oh, it's a magical. Thing. It's a magical thing, uh, and obviously, like you know, we saw on day one, um, this heat and humidity is affecting these ricochets. Mm. It's the first time that they've had to head down to Nagoya, a warmer part of Japan, by a couple of degrees, I would guess. Uh, and we'll keep you up to date with the weather. Yeah, I love it. Well, the news for today, it's sad news. It's uh, about Takakesho, of course, and he has gone Kujo. So um, there was already some talk about it being the neck. It was a herniated cervical disc. And they've said that uh, there's at least one month of treatment, but I think that's likely to be ongoing. They've done an MRI and they're looking into what the treatment options. For once in my life, I've actually done some research on a medical condition and It's a really interesting one in that um, the cervical herniated disc, it can cause pain or no symptoms at all. And the pain. (laughs) I'd prefer the latter. I know, I reckon it'd be great to have that, but with no No pain. No symptoms, yeah. Just go on with life, I guess. But uh, you can have aching or you can have, which seems to be the case with Tokakesha when it gets really bad, the electric like pain. 
radiating into often usually one arm and you can get arm or hand numbness oh, and well, weakness. Doesn't this explain everything? Yeah, so his yeah. arm is obviously going, it's being, yeah, you it's know. Feeling, it, it's feeling, well, you said it was like that weak. pinched nerve kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. So it says that it originates maybe from some sort of trauma or neck injury and the symptoms also, interestingly, that the symptoms commonly start spontaneously, which seems to happen for him those two times that we might have seen those symptoms. I don't know if the first one was that, yeah. but it's suddenly come on. I think it's consistent with that. And I wonder whether this is going to be an ongoing issue for him. Yeah, well, I think so. And I think they'll have to work out, it, work out how to treat it and whether it's something that you know prevents him from doing sumo at a high level at all. Yeah, and it, it depends on where it is in the in the neck, which disc it is and where the nerve is and, oh, sounds very complicated actually. I don't know how much more bad news I can put up with, to be honest. This yeah, is, this is crushing. We quit. <laughs> well, and a bit of backstory too. I've just come back from a music rehearsal tonight oh, where yeah. I had a had a backpack stolen yeah. with a synth inside. Yeah, it's one I of our favourite synths as well. It's the Microcorg, if anyone knows it. It's a great synth. Microcorg XL Plus. It's got all black keys. It's the rare black on black keys. Which means when we did a gig with it, <laughs> Terrible. What, we just, what we discovered later after we'd bought it was that we couldn't see the keys. Oh, even tonight I'm like, wow, it's really hard to play this thing. Because <laughs> all rehearsal rooms are really dark. Yeah, they're really so dim. You actually just can't see the keys at anyway, all. But but having, anyway, some... some well, look, Having a synth stolen and then getting this news about this herniated cervical disc, it's, a, it's about as much bad news also, as I can take. Also, it's nearly midnight Well, <laughs> and we're no, pretty it's, tired. It's 12.07. We should move on. Let's go into Jurio. I'm going to do all the Jurio reads today because Amy is nursing a bit of a cough. Oh, I'm trying so we hard need, not we to need cough to, right now. And I said we're going to try to make this short, but I've been crapping on about all manner of things. <laughs> Uh, okay. So Abi, I saw this bout, uh, he was given a workout by Kotokuzan today who took him all over the ring. Finally, through a bit of luck and some good footwork, Abi was able to step aside and throw Kotokuzan out of the doyo. Abi 3-0, I feel like this is the first time we've seen him actually tested. Yes. Yeah. Kotokuzan definitely took it to him. Absolutely. A little bit and he, he was able to to well, come back. And he does look, I think his sumo looks different still. Yeah. Even today he didn't have to resort to the windmill arms. Yeah. He, he came back and tried something new. So that's, I, it's a good sign. I think he's going to be tested many, many times during this basho. Uh, well, some beautiful footwork on the Tawara saved Midori Fuji from his third straight defeat in his bout against Nishikigi. Saw a big old Katasakashi attempt from Midori Fuji in the middle of this one. Yeah, he's back to his own. Yeah, he did. Back to his old tricks. Great to see him pick up his first win. Bushozan took Sadanumi on a tour of the entire doyo <laughs> as Sadanumi went on the run to stay in this one. But Bushozan, he caught him eventually. He's 2-1 now. Sadanumi the same. Mitoriu, he looked to struggle on the belt today against Azamaru, but eventually he worked him over the bales to make his way to three and zero. You enjoyed this one? I did, actually, yeah. I mean, there was a lot of colour and movement and I thought it was a, a it was quite a long bout and there was a lot of movement around the, the doya, so I thought uh, Mitori did well to come out on top. I think he's uh, he's one to keep an eye on, Mitori. Yeah, he's about uh, Yeah, he is, and I, I think he will have a big breakout performance soon. And a 3-0 isn't a bad way to start. Kotoshoho showed an amazing fight back against Takagenji today after being moved around on the belt. It's Kotoshoho's first win. 
against Takagenji. I uh, wasn't too unhappy about this one, I've got to say. <laughs> yeah. It's good news for Kodashoho, that's for sure. Uh, now, Enho turned up today, which I was, I was surprised yes. by. Yes. I sent you a text message. Yeah. We're, again, we were watching in different rooms. <laughs> well, and the rooms are next to each other, yeah. but we're both We have working. to communicate via yeah. text. So, uh, and I said, wow, I didn't expect him to be here either. And look, he was moving freely in his bout against Tucker Kento today, but Tucker Kento read Enho's low sumo well to pick up the win here. Both of those rikishi are on one and two. Akawa picked up the win against Jurio 3, Wakamoto Haru taking Akawa to 2 and 1. And Kyokotaisei turns Shohozan around and denies him his first win. Jurio done. I feel like I might have cursed Shohozan. Yes, I think yeah. so. I know you, you announced how well he was oh, going to go no. after he was 0 2, after two I said, days. I just had a feeling. Yeah. yeah. That feeling was. Wrong. wrong. Very much wrong. <laughs> Let's move on to the Makuchi bouts for day three. The first bout of the day was Ichi Yamamoto up against Jurio Visitor. Love a Jurio Visitor. And it was Yutakiyama today. Yutakiyama was on the offensive, but Ichi Yamamoto kept Yutakiyama at bay with high thrusting attacks before stepping back and letting Mother Momentum carry Yutakiyama <laughs> forward and over the bales. What did you think of the footwork here on display from Ichiyamamoto? Yeah, I thought it was really good. I thought he looked a bit old Arby style, actually. Okay. After saying that Arby's not doing that anymore, he went really high with the Tsupati attack and it was quite successful against Yutakiyama. That was Yutakiyama's first loss, The other his other two wins being in Jurio. So he lost coming up to the Makuchi division, which is not the it's best sign. Ichiyamamoto, he is two and one as well. The second bout of the day, Chionokuni up against Ishiura, a real battle of the hearts for you, I know. Didn't feel great about this. And it was an absolute slap fest. They were both wary of each other, feet planted wide, trying to smack the bejesus out of each other. They both tried to find an advantageous position. It's all very well to just slap nonstop, but uh, they were dodging each other and Chionokuni ended up cartwheeling Ishiura to the ground. So Ishiura not managing to find a win yet. Well, and interestingly, Chionokuni now has a 6-0 and zero record against oh, wow. Ishiura. Well, Chionokuni made him fight street fighter style and it didn't work for Ishiura today. 2-1 Chionokuni, Ishiura 0-3. and three. Tsurugisho up against Tokashoryu next, and this went very, very wrong for Tokashoryu out of the touchy eye. Tsurugisho bounded forward and caught the Nara native off guard. Tokashoryu tried to spin the wheels to stay in this, but Tsurugisho bodied him over the bales with ease. He needs to do more than this. He certainly does. I thought he might have thought it was a mutter, but on the replay, I think he was just slow. slow. And didn't do much. So... Tsurugisho, he is three and zero. Now it's great to see this guy coming back. I went a bit early on him. It's no secret Hang that I, okay, I really right, like right, Tsurugisho. Right. And last Basho in May, <laughs> I thought that he was coming back and then he had a bit of a bad end to it. Didn't go so well. But now I'm hesitantly heading back into the vortex with my backpack and my walking there is stick no and way sensible hiking boots. I am not getting any sense of hesitation here. Yeah. You are stepping willingly into the vortex. Look, I love the guy. I think I really <laughs> like his sumo. I like how he goes straight in body to body. I like how he gets around and gets on the belt and I think he's really strong. Great to see him not troubled by injury so far. Yes. And pick up a quick win against Tokushoryu. Tsurugisho is 3 and 0, Tokushoryu 2 and 1. Dayamami 
up against Chiono O. Daimami jumped forward at the touchy eye. He was ready for anything, grabbed Chiono around the belly, and despite Chiono's own grip on his belt, Daimami was able to stand up and use his impressive belly and his strong legs to move himself forward and to take Chiono O out. And that was his first win, Daimami. Yes. Big things are happening with Daimami. That's right. Daimami is the other one you're saying. It's going to go really well despite having won yet. Well, at least he well, won he won today. today but I'm, I'm thinking long term. Think long term here. He's a sleeper hit mm. and he's coming for you. He's one and two. Chiona O is on the same score. Chiyomaru up against Ura next. The size difference, very obvious. Ura ducked low at the touchy eye, but Chiyomaru stood him up quickly with his thrusting attacks. Ura kept his hips bent here. His arms were straight out to keep distance. And then there was a bit of a stalemate, both with their arms outstretched, holding each other at bay. But it was Ura. He was on the attack very quickly and he surged forward and thrusted Chiyomaru over the bales. Yorikiri win for him. I wasn't sure what Uru would try here when they locked up. He could have he could have really gone anywhere being Ura, but it was pretty standard step into Chiyomaru's body and uh, hug him out of the ring, the old hug and, hug and chug. So Ura, he is two and one. He's going all right at Maigashira 13. He's got some confidence going on and Chiyomaru is one and two. Tochinoshin came up against Kagiyaki next. It was the Magashira 12 matchup for July. There was a loud touchy eye. Their bodies <laughs> slapped together. Kagiyaki went low and Tochinoshin tried to back off. He circled away, but Kagiyaki let physics do the work for him and he cantered after Tochinoshin, kept up the pressure, and Tochinoshin was pushed out Oshidashi. Okay, we're not going to have the talk now, mm-hmm. but when are we going to have the Tochinoshin talk? Yeah, I mean, He's still getting about, he's still doing his business, but, uh, he's, I think maybe the talk now needs to turn to how long can he hang about rather than can he, can he get back and can he, can he restore, restore those, uh, ranks? Yeah. I mean, that's a, that's a great question. It just feels like, let's talk about it now. He's turning up and doing his job. He's earning his salary. He's in the top division. Yep. He is an amazing athlete, but it feels like it's time to sit him down, pop a blanket over his knees and give him a cup of hot milk mm. and just be, and just say to him, good job. Yeah. Well, he has done really well. He has. And then we all have a cry together, you know, from our counseling session. <laughs> you, me, who are sitting and listening to the counselor talking. To no, Tachinoshin, I'm fine. We I, all hey, cry. I've integrated this information. I'm fine with oh, it. Oh, I'm crying. Tachinoshin 03, Kagiyaki 2 and 1. Kodnawaka up next against Teretsuyoshi. Teretsuyoshi lunged forward at the touchy eye, but it was mistimed. Kodnawaka just stepped back and guided Teretsuyoshi to the dirt. Something looked wrong with this touchy eye today. Oh, did you think? I just thought Kodnawaka looked super cool, super right. boss. Right. Super in charge. Mm, interesting. Um, yeah, I thought he got a great hold on Teretsuyoshi's, maybe his head, um, and dragged him down with that. Did you think Teretsuyoshi uh, missed the touchy look, eye? Yeah, I, I just thought the rhythm was off for mm-hmm. him today. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think he would um, be looking at the tapes and going, yeah, I just... Just missed it. Just missed it. Yeah. Well, it was a Hikiotoshi win to Kodnowaka, who's looking great. He is three and zero, Teretsuyoshi one and two. 
Kaisei and Shimano Umi, a beautiful battle of the orange mawashis. I love this one. But very different oranges. Slightly different shades. They're actually more similar than some of the blues that are around. Anyway, let's not go into the uh, <laughs> That's paint our, swatches. Yeah, not until our <laughs> Patreon episode. Kaisei got the better of Shimano Umi here with some well-placed chest chops that turned Shimano Umi to the side and let Kaisei push him out. It was Kaisei's first win and we weren't able to see that uh, those cool moves from Shimano Umi that we saw yesterday. I know. I, you mentioned uh, in Shimonumi's performance yesterday that you thought you were seeing signs of this Shimonumi who fights well uh, on the defence. But, yeah, today we saw none of that and he loses to a quality attack from Kaisei. That's his first win, Kaisei. He's one and two. Shimonumi is the same score. Hidenumi up next against Tamawashi. Hidenumi looked great out of the touchy eye here, I thought. But Tamawashi attacked from underneath and drove Hidenumi back. Hidenumi, he wrenched himself off the bales. Looked like he might be able to stage some kind of comeback here. But Tamawashi grabbed Hidenumi high and swung him. It looked like they were about in the middle of the doyo, but he swung him so far around that uh, Hidenumi actually stepped out. Yes. Yeah. And it was a nice movement. He, he then sort of went to fall off the doyo. He was, he was, his momentum was taking him off. And Tamawashi stopped him from falling off, pulled him back up, and then they had to kind of swap positions and they mm. they sort of had their hands on each other's body and it was a nice... Beautiful moment. Nice moment between two mates just doing some good sumo. Um, I thought Tamawashi again looked really, really powerful. Isn't he looking good mm. so far? He's three and zero now. He is. He's at Magashira 10, so he is kind of running rampant over some... You know, some lower oh, guys. I mean, and some younger guys though too. Yeah, well, not hidden Umi, he's old, but uh, but some of the other ones. Yeah, and and Tamawashi, he's looking looking fantastic for a guy who's never taken a day off sumo like Ikiyoi, as we were saying in our pre-basho episode. He's three and zero. Hidden Umi is one and two. Takara Fuji up against Aoyama next, and Aoyama was having a real push day. He pushed forward strongly. Takara Fuji was really on. The defence here, he was moved all around the doyo. Aoyama still pushing. Looks like his Oshisumo is working well for him during this basho. Uh, right up until when Tagarafuji anchored himself on the Tawara and let Aoyama push him once more and then used the momentum to flip him around and dump him down to the ground. Tagarafuji's first win, yay. Yeah, I know. A bit of a relief and good to see him uh, weather those quality Aoyama attacks. Such a relief for his two sons to be able to see dad come through the door and look him straight in the eye. Yeah, they were happy about that. We heard them cheering in our minds. Yeah. And yeah, Takara Fuji just, uh, it's always hard to know exactly how he's going to win when he's on the defence like that because he's not yeah, doing a whole lot. But then he'll pull off some sweet move like that, the Skuinage throw of Aoyama. Both of these guys are one and two. Yep. Next bout of the day, Miyogiryu up against Chiyoshoma. Chiyoshoma, he was the initiator here, but what he had in enthusiasm, he lacked in control. His footwork was a little messy here and Miyogiryu countered effectively. He pushed and shoved Chiyoshoma back and over the bales. Oshitoshi win for Miyogiryu. And they both fell off the doyo here and Miyogiryu took a long time to get back up. He sort of was testing out his okay. knees. They're both quite heavily strapped. He did get back up and back onto the doyo, but it is a little reminder that he is one of the older guys and uh, a fall off the doyo. Isn't he 31 or something? Yeah, but that's older (laughs) compared to the early 20s guys. Yeah, true. 
you know, you retire by 25. How old is Chia Shoma? 35. <laughs> I suspect that Chia Shoma is like heaps younger than you Yeah, think. I, reckon, I reckon you're right. He's one of those people where you go, well, he's been around since we've been watching it. All right. Have a, have a guess at Chia Shoma's age. Uh, Chia Shoma, he's got to be 33. He's 29. Wow. Yeah. That's heaps younger wow, than there you. Go. There you go. And his picture on Sumo DB. I mean, I always get, <laughs> Where do they get these by this. From? He is yeah. so young and so skinny. All right. Chiyoshama, he's two and one. Miyogiryu, one and two. Onosho and Kiribayama next. This bout started with Kiribayama thrusting at Onosho's head and neck. But then he moved inside. He got his arms around Onosho instead. Onosho was doing his usual thing with his little legs. He was powering forward. He was flailing. He's always very frantic. Sometimes it works for him. But Kiribayama gave ground and then he moved into a great position with his right hand on Onosho's belt. And from here he could step Onosho back and out. Kiribayama's second win. I think this was a real treat, this bout. We saw Kiribayama in complete control of his sumo, but we saw also on Osho, again, proving that he's not just an Oshi Rikishi. He can, you know, he can spar, he can get things happening um, after the touchy eye. Yeah, he was trying to work around Kiribayama's body when Kiribayama came in close. So that's a good sign. It is a good sign. I mean, obviously there's a skill difference here when it does get on the belt or it does go mm. body to body. Um, Kiribayama's so flexible. Oh. He, he has a lot of different... Techniques, I think. He is a gifted ricochet. And today he picks up his second win, his two and one. Or Nosho is one and two. Okanumi up next against Hoshoryu. This was an epic, epic bout. Mm -hmm. They were both working the belt out of the touchy eye, both trying to heave each other down on multiple occasions. Uh, you really do need to check this one out. This was a great bout. Okanumi did manage to work Hoshoryu over to the bales and again tried a, uh, a throw attempt, but Hoshoryu planted his leg and didn't let that happen. Uh, he fought back and brought them back to a, a lockup in the middle. But here, Okonumi, he knew what to do. He rocked Hoshoryu forward, then twisted him down to the dirt. A Makiyatoshi win. Yeah, so the Makiyatoshi is the twist down, like a pure twist down, not the arm twist down or the shoulder twist down, just the body, no belt but the body twist down. Um, and it was clever because he went one way and then the other way. That's what made it into that that twist idea. And it, it really messed with Hoshori's legs. So I think Hoshori can really take heart from this. I mean, he's just fighting really strongly, really well against these upper Magashira guys, these upper Makuchi guys. And I feel like he could pop on that tape and learn a lot from it. Are you He's saying a lot at the moment? Are you saying this is a teachable moment? I think it's a teachable moment. It's a teachable moment. Yeah, because perhaps there he needed to, you know. Oh, I know, I know or, what you mean. Yeah, Okanumi is so experienced. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. And you, I guess you let him get in a position and like that and wait for a bit, and he he'll know what to do, or at least he'll know to yeah. try something. And that's so true. He, this is something he absorbs, he integrates, and next time he's in that position. He's going to be the one who who makes that move. I think so. I think he's just in such a great place in oh, Sumo at totally. the moment to be Magashira Five, learning from all of these guys, to be fighting Okanumi. Totally. What a treat. What a treat. <laughs> what a gift. What a gift. His right knee did look a little <laughs> bit dodgy after this. He kind of gave it a wiggle when he got up. He sort of moved it back and forth. Okay. I mean, is that a good idea? 
Uh, oh, do you know it's probably stagnant blood? He's he's trying to move around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, just big wheeze there. Sorry, <laughs> big wheezy laugh. Why is it stagnant blood? Well, I mean, obviously he can't get the cups straight on there, but if you can try to work the blood, don't let it get stagnant. So you need cupping on it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Also toxins. Well, he looked all right <laughs> when he walked off. So I think Great. he got that blood moving. Hopefully, Good. Hoshoryu, he is two and one and Okonomi is the same. Battle of the Magashira Fours next. It's Kotoeko and Chiataru. Now, Chiataru, as he often does, he ran straight forward, but he was pretty out of control, actually. And Kotoeko could dart out of the way with some fancy footwork and push Chiataru out from behind. It was an Oshi Dashi, uh, so he managed to get his body yeah. round enough. No, uh, no um, Okori Dashi. But uh, a big win for Kotoeko. Well, I think he just read this beautifully, Kotoeko, today, saw what was coming, had an inkling of what was coming, and dispatched of Chiataru in very easy fashion. That's his second win. He's two and one. Chiataru is one and two. Komasubi Wakatakakage is up next against Tobizaru. It was a fast touchy eye from both Rikishi. They pushed into each other hard. Wakataka Kage changed his attack here. He attacked high on the throat of Tobizaru. That forced him up and back. And then Wakataka Kage quickly pulled down and hard, sending Tobizaru stumbling forward for the Hikitoshi win. Did Tobizaru did a, do a face slap at the... F- did he? I oh, did. I don't think That's I... a bit cheeky against Wakataka Kage, isn't well, it? That's disrespectful. It was certainly a, a pretty loud slapping. And I, I think I saw his outstretched hand there. But uh, Wakataka Kage, yeah, he had a plan and uh, Tobizaru ended up on that terrible angle you don't want to be at, the angle where uh, it's very easy to slap you or pull you down. And Wakataka Kage, absolutely not prepared to lose that one against the Magashira 3. Well, absolutely. It did feel like there's a difference here. Mm. Wakataka Kage coming off the first two days fighting Yokozuna on his Andozeki, coming down and just Absolutely taking care of Magashira 3. A bit of a fly swap there. Absolutely. <laughs> it's his first win. He's one and two and Tobizaru is the same. Magashira 3, Hokuto Fuji against Sekiwake Mitakumi. And as you previewed last night, we were pretty keen to see this one play out. Hokuto Fuji was on the attack early, his arms in tight around Mitakumi's body, trying to work his way in low against Mitakumi's chest. And he took him right to the Tawara, right to the edge. But Mitakumi was able to anchor. He reset and he drove Hokuto Fuji back, sliding across the doya. There were no steps back for Hokuto Fuji. He slid the whole way, but then he was able to anchor on the end. And then it was Hokuto Fuji's turn to try to find a way off the Tawara. And he did this with a huge step to his right. He was trying to change the position of their bodies, but he couldn't. Mitakumi stayed stuck on him. And even though he was able to grab Mitakumi's very loose mawashi, Mitakumi was able to take him back and he stepped out before Mitakumi fell down. But it was a win for Sekiwake Mitakumi. Do you feel that that loose mawashi decided this bout at the crucial... Well, I think it played a part in it. It did, didn't it? For sure, because he he tried to hold on yeah. there and he, he was able to get that grip and I think he might have been able to hold himself more steady perhaps. That's where it might have cam- come in because he couldn't stop himself stepping out, but maybe with more purchase he could have. These two never disappoint. Yeah. I love seeing them fight yeah. and we we weren't disappointed today. Um, Mitakumi, these are the kind of bouts he needs to be winning. 
I could say the same about Hogata Fuji, but it's week one, so he gets a bit of a free pass. He's got two wins already. He's got two wins already. Yeah, it's fine. Hogata Fuji 2-1. Sekiwake Mitakumi is on the same score after that win. Takiyasu's back. Takiyasu is back. Wow. Sekiwake Takiyasu, after two days off, is up against Ichinojo, who is at Maegashira 2. It's a bit of a relief to see, but also, you know, coming into this with a bit of trepidation, is that back okay? Mm. Let's see Two how guys it goes with dodgy here. backs, in fact. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Ichinojo attacked well out of the Tachi Eye. He was using his hide advantage here to rain down thrusting attacks on Takiyasu. Takiyasu, he went low. He was trying to destabilize Ichinojo. He ducked his head in and drove Ichinojo back. Ichinojo, in this bout, he tried everything. We saw an arm lock. We saw thrusts and pushes. We saw a brief pull-down attempt, but Takiyasu was too consistent. He pressed forward and bodied Ichinojo over the bales. Yorikiri win. Yeah, Ichinojo just so active at the moment. I was impressed by that. Totally. And actually when I was watching this bout, my eyes were drawn to Ichinojo because he he was the one almost putting – has his – Maybe quite often in Takiyasu's bout, he's the one being more defensive. Totally. And Ichinojo was really going for it. But it looked like the defeat came from him trying to drag Takiyasu out by the arm. Takiyasu just came yeah. towards him and and pushed him out. So he only succeeded in backing himself out of the ring, which I think was a bit of a mistake from Ichinojo. But certainly Takiyasu held his own. He was able to stand up against that initial onslaught, which is a really good sign. Great sign. And, and, you know, like I am very much a fan of these quality losses. And I'd I'd put that uh, tag on Ichinojo's loss today. Mm. Yeah, He was doing the things he should be doing. Just a couple of things didn't go his way. But great to see Sekiwake Takiyasu pick up a win on his first day back. He's one win, zero losses, two days off. Ichinojo is 2-1. Well, it was the Fusen show uh, for Meisei next. I can't remember exactly what order this happened. No, I think it's the right, right order. Now. Okay. Yep. Sometimes they do it out of order. Um, but Meisei, it's his first win. <laughs> oh, wow, yeah. Um, he'll take it for sure. He's one and two now. But, yeah, very, very disappointing and sad not to see Ozeki Takakesho stepping up at Meisei. Well, oh, now I'm it. sad again. I know. I made yeah, you I sad. Know. Also remember the keyboard. Oh, no. Oh. Jeez, it's We're such a good the keyboard. Chops. It's the worst. All right, let's get the mood back up. Ozeki Terunofuji up against Takanosho. Uh, this was a fascinating bout. Takanosho took it to Terunofuji early. Uh, the thrusting attacks maintaining some distance between the two before Terunofuji closed in and went body to body. Takanosho managed a step back after a bit of jostling. And he tried a pull-down attempt, and then we entered a brief moment of sweet sumo separation. But Takanosho didn't wait. He threw himself hard at Terunofuji, uh, and then the fight turned into a long arm lock. Now, I watched this on catch-up because I was out this evening. You watched this live? Yeah, it was quite long. So how long are we talking here? Ah. Oh. I mean, I mean, sumo time, it's hard. Mid-long. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Not like the, the one we saw that was 16 minutes. Yeah, no water break or anything <laughs> no like that. No water break. Uh, but it looked like it was hard to say really that either Rikishi had an advantage. Um, but out of nowhere, Terunofuji grabs 
Takanosho's left arm with both of his hands and just heaves him down to the ground. Yes. So he had, he had. They his both had each other's left arms. Arm on, yeah. yeah. But his right arm was clasped around Takanosho's wrist. So he let go in the blink of an eye yeah, so quickly. Let go with the left, grabbed the, the right, added it to the right and pulled Takanosho down. The coolest move. It was given as a kaina hineri, a two-handed arm twist down. And the last kaina hineri we saw, it's, it's quite, it's not a rare move, but the last one we saw in Makauchi was uh, Midori Fuji against Dayamami in March this year. And the only reason I mention that is because it gives you an idea of who looks to pull off this move. Oh, I see so what you mean. So it's those guys like maybe the technique Fuji, prize, Midori Fuji. Yeah, cool that's crowd. right. Yeah, I mean yeah. the smaller guys who yeah. who get in low and look for that pull down. So for Terna Fuji to yeah. pull this off from that position is just so cool. He has a lot of depth to his sumo. Mm. I mean, you know. A, a clean execution. Oh, it was watching the replay of this. Oh, my breath was taken away. Yeah, if by you the, didn't scream when that move it happened. It was crisp. Where's your soul? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> it was really great. So Takanosho, he is struggling for form still. Zero and three. Perhaps a little lost in in his sumo style. Oh, hey, hey, hey. This was a quality loss. He took yeah. it to Terunofuji. Well, when you mentioned that separation, oh. after the separation, he charged like I screamed. Bull. Yeah. He did. Yeah. There was, there was no hesitation. I think he's trying. I'm absolutely not saying he's not trying. <laughs> I'm just saying everything ma- might yeah, be a little yeah, bit yeah. out at the moment. You yeah. know, when the balance is out, the timing's out, yeah. the touchy eye's a little bit out. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. he's just readjusting or, or something like that. I mean, I really have no idea. These are my guesses, but uh, he's zero and three. But, I mean, you know, he's doing that against the end goat, which is a new term I've come up with, which is the new greatest of all time. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. I don't mind it. Or P-goat, potential greatest of all time, A-H, after hey. Hakuho. Oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, I need to do a little bit of work on those acronyms. But as it stands, Ozeki Terunofuji is three and zero, Takanosho zero and three. Ozeki Shodai came up next against Magashira one. Endo, and it was a really strong touchy eye from Endo. Actually, not bad from Shodai either. He's looking way more active um, at his touchy eyes. I think they've been doing some work on it. But a pull from Endo sent Shodai tumbling down, and Endo was able to help him down with a gentle roll. It was judged a Hikyotoshi win for Endo, and Shodai went super floppy. He was not yeah. happy with that, as he shouldn't have been. <laughs> He flopped off the door. Oh, look, this this was bad sumo from Short Eye today. The interesting thing about the replay is that you can see the disappointment on Short Eye's face as he's going down. Yes, very quick. He doesn't wait to hit the ground to look disappointed. Yeah. He knows. To go floppy. Yeah, to go floppy. (laughs) Yeah, it was disappointing from Short Eye for sure. I think his first two days have looked fine. You know, people... People say that he's not doing Ozeki. Oh, wow, I'm just going who are they? Hang on. super inside. Well, let's say, who are these people? Are these people you? No, no, they're not me. That's my point. People Name are saying. Names. People in chats okay. yep. are saying that he's not showing Ozeki, you know, like where, I, well, where is his Ozeki sumo? When have these chats from these people, <laughs> and I'm doing air quotes around both of these things, 
When have they ever supported Shodai? No. Well, when have they the ever point. believed yeah. in Shodai? People don't like Shodai. Don't read the chats. No, I won't read the chats because I like him and I think the first few days have been fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, fine. Uh, and fine. Today, today was great. bad. And today was bad. Yeah. Yeah. Just they're, be, they're the facts. Just be objective when you're talking about Shodai <laughs> Sumo is all I'm asking. <laughs> clearly I am. All right. So Shodai 2 and 1, Endo is 1 and 2. Last bout of the day, Yokozuna Hakuho up against Daesho, who is fighting at Maegashira 1. I didn't mind seeing the Hakuho special uh, out of the touchy eye. Big harite. Yep. Gave Daesho a swift and brief slap to the face. And from here was all Hakuho. He got under the arms of Daesho, uh, consolidated his position, and then threw him to the ground. <laughs> Sakui Nage, this looked very easy today for Hakuho. He's not letting anything past him, no, is he? No, he's not at he all. He is watching like a hawk. He is taking advantage of every single shift of balance or everything that he he can see, and he just dispatched of Daesho. He looked really, really strong today. Daesho had absolutely no option but to swing himself down <laughs> yep, yep. or have his arm broken. That's three wins for Hakuho. He's taken down two Maegashira 1 and a Komasubi so far, so yep. he hasn't reached further into Sanyaku yet. But... Uh, the signs on day three are looking good at least. Yeah. That was that was very comprehensive. Yeah, I mean, I think we were I think we said now um pre Basho preview episode that the first three days were gonna be crucial for Hakuho. Mm. And I feel like now that the pressure is off a little bit. Um he can he can just be a Rikishi out there, he can just be a Yokozuna. I mean, every day eyes are gonna be on him, but now at three zero and the way he's won these bouts. He's looked super decisive uh, and he's in this. I think so. And if I think my prediction was that he'd be out on day four or something, but I would <laughs> never be happier to have a prediction proved wrong. Yeah. If I, he I think, stays I think, in, if he wins, by all means. I think my prediction was day five <laughs> he was going to be out. Yeah. But who listens to our predictions anyway? No. I certainly don't. Uh, that's the end of the bouts for today. We've got a few Rikishi on 3-0 and I'm going to weave that into our uh, bouts for tomorrow. So Tsurugisho is on 3-0 and he is uh, up against Ichiyamamoto in the first mm -hmm. bout of the day. That'll be great. Now, what do you think of this programming? We've got Tamawashi up against Kodnawaka. Both 3-0. No. Un yeah, completely unnecessary. Let as many people get unbeaten as possible. Couldn't agree sense? more with what you said then. Uh, the other two, Rikishi on 3-0, we have Terunofuji up against Daesho and Hakuho up against Takanosho. So these two 3-0 Rikishi at the end of the day are fighting against two Rikishi without a win yet. Who Daesho. does Takiyasu have? Uh, Takiyasu is up against Endo. I think this will be a fascinating yes. battle. They have an 11-8 record, Takiyasu's way. I think this will be a real test for Takiyasu tomorrow. And sorry to ask everyone, but who does Shodai have? Shodai takes on Wakataka Kage. Now, if there's a Rikishi who is going to test Shodai, yeah. it is Wakataka Kage. Yeah, he'll be very keen for a win there. And we will be with you for day four coming up tomorrow. Thanks so much for listening. You guys are all legends. See you tomorrow. Bye. Bye.